0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 953. Comic Reviews, week of Wednesday, February the 16th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 953. It's our comic reviews episode from releases from the week of February the 16th, and if you're keeping track, that's 12 days ago. So basically, these are books that, uh, you know, people have forgotten about. There's already been a whole week worth of comics. There's about to be more comics coming out. People have probably forgotten. So let's take one last look at February 16th, why don't we? Uh, books that came out included the finale of Aquaman The Becoming, that was issue 6 of 6. We've got Batman The Night, 2 of 10, but that's by Chip Starsky, and my one of my personal favorite artists, Carmen G. Did Domenico. You got Detective Comics, uh, you got Fantastic Four, Green Lantern, Hulk, you got Iron Fist, Justice League, King Conan, Marvel's Voices Legacy, Strange Love Adventures. Which is a nice, fun cover. You got Flash seven seventy nine. You got new issue of Thor. You got Venom, and you got Wonder Woman, and you got X lies of Wolverine number three, as well as X Men number eight, with a particularly creepy cover of Modok on the cover. Um, So that is some of the books, and I'm going to talk very quickly about the three books that we're talking about today. We're just going to chat for a few minutes, just to kind of break down some of the books that I actually had a chance to read. And you would think after almost two weeks, I would have had a chance to read more, but you would be very wrong. Uh, If you're Canadian, you might be uh, familiar with the idea of RSPs or retirement savings plans. I work in a bank. So I, I, this is my busiest season of the year. Um, so it's just people making contributions to help save on tax dollars before um, you know before it's too late. And uh, I have been super busy, so I have not been able to read or talk about anything. So uh, let's jump into this. Amazing Spider-Man 89, Goblin and the Cat is what the cover uh, promises uh, as we continue the new Goblin Queen. This is by Patrick Gleason and Mark Bagley. Interesting combination if I've ever heard of one uh, in terms of uh, you know a writer and a writer. Uh, and an artist We've got Andrew Hennessy and John Dallin inks with Brian Valenza on color art. I actually enjoyed this a fair bit. Um, we get to see what happens after Ben Riley just kind of ditches, um, you know, Mary Jane at the hands of the Goblin Queen. We have Black Cat coming to her rescue. We have Peter Parker as well, um, you know, kind of jumping into the fray after he gets rescued from his own web fluid by Janine um, which I thought was a really interesting touch. I enjoyed this. It definitely didn't feel like Mark Bagley, though. Yeah, like it felt like you know maybe he did more of the breakdowns than kind of finished pencils. There are some shots here which are clearly Bagley. Bagley faces. Bagley moves. Uh, but there's other parts where you're like I don't know if I really see the Bagley as much. So it's an interesting uh, you know kind of combination of art styles and art. Um, here, then we have Devil's Reign Superior Four. Which is definitely one of the more out there *Devil's Reign* tie-ins, which is a little bit more crazy. With uh, Doctor Octopus just deciding to use uh, the kind of the interdimensional bridge um, that uh, Reed Richards has at the Baxter Building, and now that he's kind of taking over it, but thanks to Fisk, uh, to kind of go through the uh, you know the multiverse, so to speak, and grab other versions of himself and make a superior four. Written by Zach Thompson, art by David Tinto. I didn't love the way that our auto was written. I I don't know, it's something about it just kinda bugged me. It 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 felt like it lacked nuance, but I did find that seeing the other versions of auto was a lot more interesting and intriguing and I liked seeing how those alternate versions of the character were operating and, and acting. I thought that was a lot more fun and interesting. I found in general I feel like people don't know how to write auto and his history is all, you know, kind of muddled and confused because, like, how much does he remember of Superior Era? And this kind of says, like, he knows he was Spider-Man but doesn't remember anything about it. The whole thing is kind of very messy. So jumping deliberately into it seems like an interesting choice. Um, I didn't love it. I found it a little... Again, I didn't like the core Auk, The Korok that, you know, is kind of the the main protagonist, although not the main narrator here. uh, But technically, the main protagonist did not feel like the Auk I've come to know over the last decade. But even then... Maybe I don't know who that doc is anymore. Like, maybe that doc I liked was killed by Christos Gage. Um, So it's really hard to tell. Uh, And last but not least, and I apologize for how quickly I'm just kind of running through these books, but I, unfortunately, as I said, don't have a lot of time these days, and I'm just trying to, you know, make sure we have a little bit of a brief discussion, is uh, the newest issue of Nightwing, uh, Nightwing 89. Uh, But this is by Tom Taylor, who wrote it. It was part one of two World's Finest Sons. You got Bruno Redondo on art and Adriana Lucas on colors. This book is so freaking good. It's almost criminal. Um, The way in which uh, Dick is written is so wonderful. Um, I loved his, you know, again, you get like a flashback to, uh, when John was still a kid, when Jonathan Kent was still a kid. And I don't know if it really lines up in terms of the continuity that Nightwing was wearing the red at the time, but maybe it does. I don't remember. Um, I didn't think he was, but anyways, you have... Um, again, the cut is all weird with these characters in the costumes. I don't even know if it, it fits, but whatever. That's for, editorial's problem, not mine, I guess. Uh, you have Nightwing and Batman finding Jonathan Kent, and then really Nightwing is the one who's able to kind of you know talk to him and not scare him, and like have a lollipop for him, and you know trying to make him laugh. And he's juggling, and I really liked seeing that you know, kind of hidden memory, something that we've never really seen happen. Uh, And then you're seeing, I've been following a lot of the Jonathan Kent stuff, but you have to see more of him, uh, you know, as an adult, he's a superhero and trying to do things and, you know, and, and be in love and, at the same time, you know, just trying to kind of figure things out. Uh, and him end up teaming up with uh, Nightwing, I thought was really interesting and cool, and the idea that, you know, Nightwing has to kind of jump in to help Jonathan kind of be on the right path, because he needs, you know, companionship, and uh, I guess Damien's not around, so uh, why not bring in uh, Nightwing? And it's really interesting to see how they operate together, um, you know, because they're, you know, I mean, not that they're the same age, but at least they're closer to the age than they used to be, at least physically. Um, obviously, well, and I guess you know he has been aged up, but I mean, you know, it's just an interesting way of having these characters who really weren't always the same age before, you know, because Damien uh, and Jonathan were uh, contemporaries, and now he's more of a contemporary with Dick. Was an interesting choice. I thought this was so much fun. Uh, you got to read Superman, Sonic, Kal-El to get part two. Uh, I don't even know if that came out in the same week or not, or... Or if it has come out yet, I guess it hasn't. But or maybe it did on the twenty third. I haven't checked releases from the twenty third yet. But uh, I really dug this issue. It was so strong, so enjoyable. I really, you know, I really bought into these characters and their interactions. This was fantastic. And that is our episode of Comic Shenanigans. Um, usually, I run down some of the epi- some of the books we're going to be talking about on, on our next episode uh, They came out on the twenty third. Um, I don't really have that kind of list. Uh, up and ready yet, but I will say uh, I'm excited to talk about, to eventually get more current. I, my stack of to read is huge, but I'm hoping at some point I can, can kind of get back onto it and uh, so I can get caught up and you know get this podcast going. So thanks again for listening. You can email me at comicshenetigans at gmail.com, rate the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. For those of us who listen to me on a sped up speed, today was probably the bad day to do that because I'm speaking so fast. But if you do listen to me on a, on a, a two times, uh, it took you three and a half minutes to get through this episode or maybe maybe just about four so you know enjoy i'm glad i could take up four minutes of your day uh the next episode i'm not sure what it's going to be yet it's going to be kind of an ad hoc comic talk episode uh and then i'm excited uh later this week on episode 946 or 956 to talk about matt reeves the batman uh which i will hopefully be seeing on friday so thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time Bye bye